Welcome to a Better Fucking Life podcast. I'm your host, Amber Capina, and we're going to dive into many different topics and give you tools so that you can have just that, a better fucking life. What's up, spiritual people? I just put Harlow down for a nap, and so I'm recording the podcast in my kitchen, which I normally would do it in my bedroom. And my fridge is making a humming sound. (laughs) And I'm like, is this going to be really loud? Anyways, we'll allow that to become like a little background mantra for us. So today I wanted to talk to you about, you know, this concept of creating your reality. And I've been talking about it a lot in my programs, to my clients, to my Facebook community. And... It's a really important concept to understand because when you don't understand that you are a creator of your reality, you tend to live in this victim consciousness state of that you are living life in circumstances that you have no say in, that you don't get to create a reality. And it's almost like this victim of circumstance state that we begin to live into that's really disempowering because then you will become complacent with actually creating the things that you desire to create in your life instead of becoming the curator, instead of becoming the person who is, you know, formulating beautiful experiences, you sit back and hope that someone or something will come and save you. And One of the biggest things that you really come to realize on your healing journey is that no one is coming to save you. The only person who can save you is you. And the entire process of creating your reality is really hacking your programming and understanding that from the moment you were born, you've been programmed programmed by your parents, by your grandparents, by the people that you spent the most time with, even moments of trauma. And we always want to make sure that we spend the time healing and processing our trauma, not spiritually bypassing them or thinking that time heals because time does not. Time just creates a level of immunity to it, a level of normalcy. And Whatever you want to create in your reality, whatever you desire to experience, claiming your power and and learning to understand the matrix and the system that we're in is really important. So what I need you to most understand about creating your reality is that what you focus on and what you give your attention to is what you are consuming and therefore creating. So if you're focusing on all the things that you don't like, all the things that you don't want, you're going to be creating more of that. And it sounds really simple because it is. Because as soon as we make it complex... 
we're not even going to execute it, right? If you give yourself all these steps and all these things or you make it seem like it's really difficult and really overwhelming and really hard, you're never going to fucking do anything about it. So then you're going to sit back and be like, hey, I can't do all these things. It's too overwhelming. There's too much of my childhood that I got to heal. I don't even understand what subconscious programming is. Where do I even begin? So I'm not going to do it at all. You know, this is just costing you your life and what you truly desire. And so it's really focusing on what it is that you're desiring to create and then understanding that you are always manifesting. So some people really believe that they can only manifest certain things. But what's important is you're you're always manifesting. You are manifesting all of the time. Your life is a manifestation of your consciousness, of your programming. So there's certain things that you can really get behind. Like you can get behind manifesting $500. You can get behind manifesting a, a puppy. But some of most people can't get behind manifesting $500,000 or getting behind some, a lot of people can't even get behind manifesting and calling in a conscious relationship, a loving relationship. What they're behind is the past issues they've had in relationships, the types of people that they tend to meet, the story that they've been telling. And your story really supports the reality that you're living into. So you really want to begin to break down what you're currently manifesting. What experiences in your health are you manifesting? What experiences in your relationships are you manifesting in your finances? Because you're always creating. And, and what can help you is by bringing awareness to this so that you can also take different actions, so that you can take different steps into your health, take different steps into your business, take different steps in relationships. And this action part can really give you momentum. So you're always creating your reality. And if you're experiencing something that is difficult to change, it doesn't mean you're wrong or you're bad and or any of those things. That's like the, the, the matrix consciousness, the third dimensional consciousness of good, bad, right, wrong. And that's not true. It's just we ha you haven't gained access to something yet. Access to support that would, that would guide you in the direction. Access to support to information. Access to different levels of your consciousness. You know, experiencing different timelines because we can jump different timelines and experience different things, different outcomes. So you really want to overcome your own programming that keeps creating what it is that you don't want. So what exactly am I doing or what am I thinking? What story am I telling? What is my programming that is causing this reality to exist, that is causing me to focus on it, live into it, look for it, right? So we have this like, even if you look at the reticular activating system, so you know, you buy a Volvo and then all of a sudden you see Volvos everywhere you go. It's because your, your reticular activating system decided that's important. 
So now it looks for it and it's attuning to its environment to find things that match it. And you essentially are this broadcast station that is emitting frequencies and vibrations that calls into your experience matching vibrations and frequencies. So when you begin to be like, hey, what am I like, what am I focusing on? What did I what did I take on from my mom and my dad? What kind of coping mechanisms did I take on? What kind of beliefs about money, beliefs about marriage, beliefs about sex, beliefs about health that I took on, that I learned? You know, I went through this whole process and you know, I always I always tell people to do these things and I understand it's not a fun process. I understand that you do things that you could do that would seem more fun. And I also get that when you're doing them, it feels like they're not working. It feels like you're doing it and you're like, okay, well, I'm journaling and I'm doing all this work, but I don't fucking feel different yet. And my reality hasn't changed yet. And I get it because I was there. I get it. Do you know how many times I've like journaled and being like, hey, well, I journaled all this fucking forgiveness and I still don't feel any different, but you have to remember it's a process. So you can forgive someone and not necessarily feel it fully right away because there's an integration process. So whatever you heal and all the work that you're doing, it needs to fully integrate. And sometimes it can feel like that takes a little bit of time, but if you can imagine your healing as connecting the dots, the picture isn't complete until you've completed connecting the dots. And every time you do a healing session or every time you do some trance work or some hypnosis or some meditation work or some breath work, you're connecting a dot. You know, every time you go back to your inner child work, and you know, this time you're working with a three-year-old and the next time you're working with seven-year-old and the next time you're working with 15-year-old, you're constantly connecting dots that are going to integrate and complete the picture. You don't need to understand or know what the picture looks like right now. You don't need to know how or when you're going to receive the benefit of this work. You just got to have faith that when you're doing it, it's going to work. Too many people have a story that healing doesn't work for me. Healing works for other people. Healing works when, you know, I have to have the best healer in the world. And let me tell you something. You can work with incredible healers, but even the best healers in the world cannot heal you if you are unwilling to go there and do the work, okay? A healer can heal you up to your extent and your willingness to heal. So you really got to bring and hone in this like power and this conviction in who you are, in the essence of what created you, and the fact that God created you and put you here for a reason, that inside all living things is the God particle, which means there's intelligence within you that came from out of this world. You know, the universe is... In quantum physics, they explain it. I'm probably not going to explain it all that well because quantum physics can be difficult to articulate. And I only understand like some of it. I'm not going to say I'm like some quantum physicist, but I understand some quantum physics and it's really mind-blowing. And so each particle that exists contains all of the information of the universe. All particles contain the same information and they express themselves differently which means you inside of you contain all of the information that exists in the universe. So when we become awake to things or awaken, what's happening is we're becoming 
aware of the information that already existed there. So that's the whole process of you know learning from teachers or having spiritual guidance is they're awakening the information that already existed inside of you, which is why you can hear something 55,000 times and then you don't get it to the 56,000th time. And you're like, oh my God, I finally get it. It's because there was a part of your consciousness that wasn't awakening to it yet. Because there's a very diff big difference between knowing something and getting something. So when I tell you to do these exercises, I get that they're annoying. I get that it feels like it takes up a lot of time and you'd rather watch your new episode of whatever, or you'd rather, you know, go out for dinner. I get it. There's, you will have resistance to doing it. And I really believe that resistance can kind of be that like, oh, this actually would be really good for me because perhaps the third dimensional aspects of me and the, the denser part of me and the wounded part of me wants me to stay the same. So it doesn't want me to do this journaling work. It doesn't want me to invest in some healing or a coach or a guide or someone that could support me through this process because let's fucking face it, all of us have a part of us that does not want to get better, that does not want to change because we have these distortion frequencies from the matrix that essentially program us to believe that it wouldn't work for us anyway. So we're skeptic. And as soon as you try and create something with skepticism, it's exactly that. It's trying, it's not doing. And trying is really this like, I'll, I maybe will like kind of a little bit try it, but I'm not sure it's going to work out. And when you're uncertain, you're telling the universe and you're telling your soul and your spirit and your consciousness, hey, I'm actually more committed to this not working out for me than it, than it working for me. And so there's kind of like this balance between giving yourself the kick in your ass that you need, as well as like sitting and being and processing your trauma and healing and like moving through the emotions. Because I think it's really easy to have issues with understanding when you are honoring your emotions and when you're worshiping your emotions and you're letting it become, you know, the dictator of your behavior, the dictator of how your relationship goes. And when we allow our emotions to govern our behavior is when we lose power because emotions are meant to be felt and be expressed, but not to determine outcomes and realities. Okay. So when you have your emotions, it's important to to feel them and to experience them, but that doesn't mean you have to, you know, take them and project them outwards and let them be become your behavior, or how you treat another person, or how you withhold love, or how you take care of yourself, okay? So there's this huge skill of discernment that is to be developed in your evolution and journey. But coming back to what I was saying, <laughs> what was that fucking big explanation there, is journaling and exploring like, what do I remember my mom saying? And you can break it down into categories if this helps you. Like, what do I remember my mom saying about relationships? What do I remember my mom saying about men or women? What do I remember my mom saying about health? What do I like, you know, if you can even go back, you know, you might discover that you started like pinching your tummy in the mirror because you saw your mom do that a couple of times. Or you you know, thought men were assholes because your mom had an abusive husband and then she was like, men are fucking assholes and this is what they do and blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, that saying like, he just wants another notch in his belt or all these weird sayings that we take on and it goes into our unconscious mind and then it begins to become a programming. So, you know, this 
the system that's running. Just like when you turn on your computer and you pick a program to run, I don't fucking understand technology. Why am I giving this example? When you pick, let's go to the TV. Okay, that seems a little bit more easy to explain. You pick a channel and the programming runs on it. So if you pick HGTV, you're going to pick a channel that is home renovations. Okay. If you pick, you know, uh, CBC, the news, <laughs> can you tell I don't watch it? If you pick, global news. You're going to get news, which honestly, let's be real, news is is to oftentimes perpetuate fear and and discord and disharmony and it can be really toxic to our consciousness. So if you pick a channel, that programming is going to play. Now what happens is in your consciousness at just like at the same time as the TV, all these programmings are running at once, but you can become awake and present to one of them. Like sometimes you can be present to multiple at once, but you become present to a programming that's running. Now, if you can bring and, and practice honing in your awareness, like when you're in relationships and you feel triggered or you feel emotional, so someone says something, you're pissed off or you're angry at them. Exploring, what am I feeling? When else have I felt this before? Oh, I felt this when I was 16 years old at school and I felt like all my friends were making fun of me and I felt super rejected, embarrassed, and betrayed. So now in my relationship with my husband, because he said something that reminded my unconscious, not conscious mind, of that experience, I now unconsciously, is the key word, am running a program. So I behave the same way that I did where I'm now treating this person as the experience from my past. So when you can journal, you can break down, and, in, and it's really powerful to do it in moments of being triggered, which I also understand can be difficult because you're like, well, I'm at work. I don't have time to journal. Well, I have children. I don't have time to journal. Well, this is where we have to become the most resourceful person on the planet, okay? There's never a lack of resources. There's only a lack of resourcefulness. And so... If you can be like, hey, I have to make this happen because when you change from I could or I should to I have to, you will become successful in these areas. Like I have to find the time to take care of myself. I have to find the time to, to journal, to do some breath work, to cook dinner. If you have to find the time to cook dinner because you have children to feed, you will find the time to do it even though you've got a shit ton of things going on on the go. So switching this narrative around is, is really powerful. And then, you know, you, you take these times in your moments of trigger to, to journal, like, what am I feeling? What triggered this? So find out if there's specific words that trigger you, specific behaviors, and then explore them deeper in your journal. Like, why did this trigger me? And let your pen flow. Don't judge your sentences. Don't judge how you're writing. Just let it flow and explore some shit. And then you can go into, what am I thinking? What are my beliefs about this? And it's really powerful because you come so awake to a program that is running. And then you can look at it and be like, is this what I want? No. So what do I want my programming to be? And then you can start creating the programming and also doing, you know, at the, at the same time, like, 
getting the support or if you know how to do healing work on yourself, doing the healing work to change that programming, to do some inner child work, to do some trance work, to do some hypnosis, because this is how we can really easily program the subconscious, which is what runs programs. So you can go through and you can do this cold without being triggered. You can just sit down and journal. Does it always feel like it flows right away? No, but it's practice. And a lot of people, when they start doing this work, they'll be like, oh, well, when I sit down to journal, I don't know what to write. Like nothing comes to me. Well, you got to practice. You know, you got to build that muscle. You wouldn't go to the gym once, lift five pounds, and then expect the next time you went in a month from now to be able to lift 20 pounds. You wouldn't expect yourself to be able to play the piano incredibly when you've taken one fucking lesson. So it's really important that you understand this is a muscle that you build. The more that you journal, the more that you will find your pen flows, the more that you'll be like, hey, I actually all of a sudden had this memory pop up and this memory pop up. And it gives you access because when your memories pop up, it's showing you, hey, this imprinted in my consciousness, so it deserves to be looked at, deserves to understand, you know, what, what held some weight here for me. And so when you journal, just free journal or use questions like, what do I believe about marriage? What do I believe about money? What do I believe about myself? What do I believe about my health? What do I believe about my business or what's possible for me? You know, at a very young age in our childhood, we are programmed to believe that life is about survival and that we're totally unconscious or and asleep to the fact that abundance and thriving is actually the natural state of the universe of life. Nature is a prime fucking example that abundance is its natural state. We are not separate from nature. We are also a part of nature. The insides of you, the beautiful intelligence that keeps you alive, that digests your food, that sends you know, neurotransmitters and hormones and messengers through your body is nature. But when you live in the mind, and the ego, like the conscious mind, of course it seems like you're not fucking nature and you're not intelligent. But the more that you practice getting into these states of, of in the body and into, you know, journaling is really just a profound experience because I've always hated it. And my hand would get sore, my mess, my writing was messy and and I would have so much resistance to it. And now I'm like, I resisted something that's so amazing for me. So I'm going to fucking keep doing it because as much as I hate it, every time I do it, I discover more things about myself. I become, you have to empower your brain to come up with answers. You have to empower your brain to give you information. So the more that you journal and you can, you know, for all I care, Google journal prompts, you know, get that to get you some, some momentum and then start practicing journaling and just exploring, you know, what do I believe about this? And then you can look at like, is that my belief? What do I remember about my past? What do I remember about my mom? What do I remember about my dad? Because you'll discover that there's certain things you've learned from your parents that you don't have to carry. You don't have to have the same patterns. Then. You don't have to believe the same things. And the whole thing that's going to change your reality is challenging your belief system. Challenging the 
foundation and the system of your consciousness that has been running on autopilot and creating your life. And this is how it creates your reality. And, and just, you know, to fucking put it out there, reality is not real. It feels really real because the third dimensional reality and, and the matrix is very good at experiencing something as it's real. But I also want you to understand that your reality is a reflection of your consciousness and your programming and the story you are telling and the story you're writing. So you can write new stories and your reality can change. We've seen people do this, okay? I don't really love, oh, Chelsea's getting here. So um, that's going to interrupt my podcast. So we've seen it with celebrities before. Shaggy, please don't bark. Uh, of celebrities before that, oh man, this is going to make me angry. I've got five minutes left. And it's not going to make me angry because I can control my emotions. <laughs> okay, so we've seen it with celebrities. You know, I don't really love using them always as an example, but I'm just going to do it for now. So, you know, we've seen Oprah come from her experience into her experience now. Okay. That's changing the story. That's being like, this isn't going to be my story anymore. I'm not willing to, to let this continue to be my life. I will have something different. Tony Robbins did the same thing. So many people. Okay. So you also are, you're, they're no better than you. They're, they're not smarter than you. They're not more worthy than you. They were just committed to the outcome. And they're just committed to the outcome. So what you have to do is you have to become fully committed to changing your story and your reality so that you can write a new experience and therefore change the projection. Shaggy, come on. That's coming through you and communicating to the universe what you're now willing to receive, what you're now willing to create. So go ahead and do this journaling and do this exploration because what it will do is it will give you access to deeper parts of you, to your to your programming, to things that you remember that maybe had imprintations on you from your mom, from your dad, from your grandparents, from your sisters, from your brothers, from your friends at school, from a bully, from a teacher that caused you to anchor into your nervous system and your subconscious that this is truth and this is my truth. This is my reality. But it's really important to come home to the truth that your reality and your truth is not your wounds and your problems or your trauma or your pain. Those are experiences and they are valid, but they are not your truth. Your truth is on the other side of those. It's on the healing and the light and the, the amazing experiences and the teachings and the medicine that you can gain from them. So go ahead and do some journaling and then just, you know, if you might, if you feel confused about like, I don't really get the fact that you're saying reality isn't real because it's fucking real. I get it. I was there. I was like, when people told me this, I was like, fuck you. I can touch the table. Like I, this person exists. They're real. But what I didn't understand was that 
my reality is a movie that's being written from my programming and my story and my consciousness. And when I finally got it, and right now I'm just planting the seed for you, so shaggy, so that you can begin to let this, like nourish it, give it some water and let it begin to sprout because you don't need to understand it right away. And being confused is actually a really important part process of awakening because it means that your brain is trying to figure it out. Your brain is being like, okay, let's create some new neural pathways and let's understand this. So being confused is okay. All you need to do is just let this be planted. So your, your, your reality is going to be that projection of your story and your programming moving through you so those energetic frequencies and communicating energetically unconsciously to the universe through those stories and those programming so if you can go and discover what you remember about your childhood what's coming through to you what you had with your parents what experiences you had that left huge implantations do the work to heal and process it Get some assistance if you need it. If you don't know how to do it on your own, assistance is always great. I love getting support because you don't have to do it on your own. I think that's so important to understand. You don't have to do it on your own and we're not supposed to. We are built for connection and community and someone out there is going to, to show you something you can't see because we've all got blind spots and can guide you in the direction that you want to go. So process it, heal it, and then begin to program yourself with what it is that you desire. And one of the ways that I like to do it is I like to record myself saying things and, and creating an own meditation of what I'm programming myself with, my beliefs, my thoughts, my experience. And then I put meditation music behind it. I listen to it when I'm going to sleep or when I'm tired or when I'm meditating. And I repeat that over and over again because that's how you program yourself is through repetition, telling it over and over again, just like you learned the ABCs. So go through this, do this exercise because it will help you have a better fucking life. It will feel annoying doing it, but I promise you the more that you do this, the more it, you'll wake up to dormant parts of yourself, the more that you'll become aware of what's creating your reality and what you truly desire to experience. So maybe I'll do another episode on this later because I know that that can be confusing and it's really in depth for 30 minutes, but there you go. Have a beautiful day.